Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in the midst of an intense encounter that Jesus is having. The religious rulers have asked him, about what authority are you teaching? About what authority are you doing these things? The miracles and everything they were saying. He says, uh, you answer my question, I'll tell you about what authority. And the question was, where did the baptism of John come from? What John did, was it from heaven or from men? Well, they wouldn't answer him. And Jesus said, then I'm not going to tell you about what authority I do anything either. And he gave him the parable of the two sons. And then immediately after that, he had told him, you know, you don't, you don't even have enough remorse to believe when you see that the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed have been changed. Then Jesus moves into another parable. We read the parable in our previous episode. Let me reread it again, and then we'll look at what Jesus says in the response of the religious rulers. Matthew 21, 33. Jesus speaking, listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard and put a wall around it and dug a wine press in it and built a tower and rented it out to vine growers and went on a journey. When the harvest time approached, he sent his slaves to the vine growers to receive his produce. The vine growers took his slaves and beat one and killed another and stoned a third. Again, he sent another group of slaves larger than the first, and they did the same thing to them. And afterward, he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the vine growers saw the son, they said among themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and seize his inheritance. They took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those vine growers? So he asked that question of these religious rulers. Here's what they said, verse 41. They said to him, to Jesus, he will bring those wretches to a wretched end and will rent out the vineyard to other vine growers who will pay him the proceeds at the proper seasons. And so, you know, they gave him the, the answer that you would see in the natural, the answer of what would happen. Did they not know what Jesus was saying? Well, we're about to find in a few verses here that, yeah, they knew what he was saying. At least a few of them did. They gave the answer that needed to be said in front of the people. Because remember, the people were there. They said these wretches will be brought to a wretched end, even though they knew that Jesus was talking about them. And he says, then they're going to rent out the, the vineyard to other vine growers. Little did they know they were speaking of what would happen with the kingdom, that the kingdom wasn't just for the Jewish people, but for the Jew and the nations. Now listen to what Jesus says in verse 42. Jesus said to them, did you never read in the scriptures? Now let me stop there for a moment. Jesus says this often to the religious rulers. And the idea behind this is, of course, they had read in the scriptures. They knew the scriptures backwards and forwards. They really did, whether it be Pharisee or Sadducee or Essene, whatever it was. They knew the scriptures. And he says, did you never read in the scriptures? So what he's really saying is, I know you have read this in the scripture, but have you never understood? Have you never really understood what's going on here? So he says this, did you never read in the scripture? Then he quotes the Old Testament, two passages. 
the stone which the builders rejected, this became the chief cornerstone. This came about from the Lord, and it is marvelous in our eyes. So he's quoting the Old Testament to them, and he's equating what's happening within this story right here, where he talked about the slaves that were sent and that were mistreated, and then the son that was sent and that was killed, because Jesus knew they were considering arresting him and killing him. He knew this. Now he's saying, hey, haven't you ever read that the stone which the builders rejected became the chief cornerstone? What's the context here? Remember, he's talking to him about how they had rejected the baptism of John, how they had rejected that even when they saw the transformed lives, how they were rejecting him. Jesus continues, verse 43. Therefore, I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people producing the fruit of it. Jesus just clearly tells them what's going to happen. The kingdom of God is taken from you and given to a people producing the fruit of it. Verse 44, and he who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, but on whomever it falls, it will scatter him like dust. That's a very vivid picture right there. So he's talking about the stone which the builders rejected would become the cornerstone. If you fall on this stone, if you submit yourself to this stone, you'll be broken to pieces. Okay, but you will have life. But if you do not fall on the stone, the stone is going to scatter you. It's going to fall on you and crush you and scatter you like dust, which is what happened to the Jewish people. They wind up being scattered again from the time of Jesus. Okay, and it's only been in the last hundred years or so that they have been brought back into the promised land. Now, the last two verses, listen to this. When the chief priest and the Pharisees heard his parables, they understood that he was speaking about them. So when they heard these parables, particularly these two parables right here, but even the other parables that Jesus has been saying, when they heard these parables, they understood that he was speaking about them. Remember what happened? He comes in, he's teaching in the temple, and they come up and they initiated it. They wanted to know by what authority he did these things, about what authority did he do this teaching and everything. Now they realize that he was speaking about them, that the kingdom was going to be taken from them, and that they were the ones that were doing all this evil in both of these parables right here. So what do you think their response was? Verse 46. When they sought to seize him, they feared the people because they considered him to be a prophet. Well, there we go again. They wanted to seize Jesus. They're so furious. They're so mad about this. They want to seize him and deal with him. <laughs> but again, they feared the people. Remember how they feared the people earlier in the answer to John? Because they, Jesus, you know, they said, well, if we say it's from heaven, then Jesus is going to say, why didn't we believe? If they say that he's a man, we can't say that because the people think he's a prophet and they feared the people. The same thing here. They feared the people because they considered Jesus to be a prophet. This is such a picture of what we see today of this religious mindset, of this religious spirit, of this a bullying, literally bullying of people and of congregations, and yet live in an abject fear of the people, fear of situation, fear of circumstance. I have experienced this first personally from people that are like that in leadership. 
And boy, they put on a good show and they look like this and they look like this and people think they sound great and they sound wonderful, but they are motivated by the fear of people rather than the fear of God. So you, you hear and see a lot of bull and a lot of bluster and a lot of defensiveness and a lot of piousness and a lot of arrogance. I could go on and on, as you could tell. You know, scripture tells us to reject stuff, such things. If you are one of those, and there are those about it that are like that, repent. It's real simple. Repent, and the Lord will transform you. Okay, he really will. That was the decision these folks were having to make right here. After Jesus was killed, after he was buried, after he was resurrected, after the third day, great verse in the scripture tells us this, that not a small number of the priests believed, which means a lot of the priests did believe. The chief priests, the Pharisees, the scribes, there were a lot of them that did believe. Isn't that exciting? It really is. Anyway, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. As I mentioned in the previous episode, uh, if you're able to help us with any of these things, we appreciate it so. Go to my website. You'll find a link there uh, to where you can find out how you're going to help us. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.